0: because rod and karen are hot
1: yesterday i got a call from like my dog like one-on-one said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds he was sobbing he was mobbing way belligerent and drunk talking out his head philosophing on what the lord had done he said kate i can you pray for me it's been a fucked up day for me i know you know i know you that annoy it told me how to overcome he was looking for some closure hoping i could bring him closer to the spiritual my spirit do no better but i told him i can't sugarcoat this answer for you this is how i feel if somebody killed my son that means somebody getting killed tell me what you do for love loyalty and passion of no. all the memories collected moments you can never touch i'll wait in front of niggas spot if that and watch him <laughs> i'll wait on front of niggas spot and watch him hit his block i'll catch a nigga leaving service if that's all i got i'll chip a nigga then throw the blower in his lap walk myself to the court like bitch i did that hey welcome to the uh the blackout test podcast your host rod and Karen. k dot when do you breathe
2: I tell you, that's why when I do say, <gasps> i was like, come on now, Kate, I don't breathe.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're in the house on a Saturday, uh, Saturday night, really. I mean, it's six, yes. 6.33
2: six
1: in the motherfucking th- Eastern time. In the
2: motherfucking Eastern time. It is sexy hour.
1: Yeah, but I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. Of course, this is the uh, feedback show. So this is where we talk about all the stuff you guys talked about, all the things you uh left us throughout the week whether it was your five-star reviews on itunes or stitcher uh whether it was your emails at the tips at gmail.com uh your phone call voice messages that are three minutes or less hopefully hopefully everybody got it in this time um and uh yeah we uh, also talk about you know you guys who uh donate to the show and and all that stuff, man. We really uh appreciate y'all because we couldn't do this shit without y'all. Um, matter of fact, let's give props to the people that donated this week. Um All the way from Compton. New K-Dot. New Kung Fu Kenny. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody praying for yeah, me. Yeah, they praying for us, though. Come on, y'all Saints. you know what happens on Earth. Stage Thanks. I know y'all give a fuck. Here we buck. go. I
3: don't, I don't give a fuck. fuck.
1: I don't give a fuck. I don't give a I don't give a f I don't give a fuck. I'm willing to die for this shit. I done cry for Patrick shit. D recurring donator. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate you. Thank you, Pat. Janine R,
4: recurring
1: donator. Uh Omat A. I believe that's a new person. I don't think I said Omot before. Mm,
2: that's very new.
1: Stefan H recurring donator. Thank you. Mary H. recurring donator. Andy S recurring donator. Corey B recurring donator. Thank you, Corey. Mr. Span from the Span Report Podcast. Thank you. Early Daisy Photography Recurring Donator. Mm-hmm. Marvin B. Recurring Donation. Yes, Marvin B. Nicole F. Recurring Donator. Thank you. Uh Got a one-time donation from Terilyn, you know Terilyn. Two Fish. She says, thanks for the entertainment. Love y'all. Thank you, Two Fish. Love you too, baby. Justin J. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Justin. Yes. Nerds and Luxury Hitters with the Recurring. Latanya D. Recurring. Asia D recurn. Chriselle M recurn. Thank you, Chriselle. Candace H recurn. Adam Adam S. Recurn. Uh Katie G hit us that recur. Yeah,
2: I see all you saints out there.
1: J C Recurr.
3: Recurn.
1: Connor K recurn. Yes. Uh we got one time donation from Rebecca T. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Monica B recurrent And that's everybody Play me out, K Dot.
2: The don't try mistake it. I got them by a landslide, we talk about races. You know this never be a tie. Just look at their laces. You know careers take off, just gotta be patient. Mr. One, two, five, that's the, the only, only logic. Options. Fake my death, go
3: to Cuba, that's, that's the, the only option. If I gotta step a pussy ass nigga, am going to make it look sexy. Hey. If I gotta go hard on a bench,
1: I'ma make it look sexy pull up hop out, and route made it look sexy it won't take me out my element nah take me out my element then if i do if i don't uh, uh damn damn it's if you want uh god damn damn it's all right all right all right listen that's that's
2: yes a, thank you visiting choir from all the way to the east coast i mean not so far west coast um y'all make a safe trip back
1: you ain't front line hop out the goddamn way okay five star reviews we got some let's talk about them on itunes this podcast has become a must five stars by dot 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 brown girl
2: hey brown girl
1: i have found myself listening to this podcast day and night i fall asleep listening to it i wake up listening as i get dressed for work daily this podcast is informative entertaining and enlightening rob and karen are a super couple and you can't help but love them i would recommend this podcast and have to anyone and everyone did i say i loved it you did and we appreciate it we do we love you back right back best podcast out hands down five stars by fire who says Sometimes you need a break from music and find out what's going on in the world. As a huge fan of podcasts, I want to recommend this podcast to you. It's free, 5 days a week with a premium service available, which I also recommend and enjoy. This husband and wife team from Charlotte tackle various topics in the re- in the news and pop culture with some awesome funny guests. They're quick, they're quickly approaching 1500 podcasts, so they must be doing something right check out and tell them fireman sent you hashtag tbgwtnation nation hashtag black podcast hashtag mature audiences only let's get them to the top of the comedy charts (laughs) thank you thank you baby uh dev in chicago says i never miss an episode five stars i love this podcast in a world that consistently underestimates and devalues black women is healing to listen to tv gwt that unap- unapologetic and unflinching support of us thank you listen subscribe donate support thank, thank you. you appreciate you and last one on itunes sit down and listen five stars by Ms. Me 82 the best podcast out tbgwt was one of the first podcasts i got turned on to about two years ago and i rarely missed the episode since i got on un- turned on to them if you're new to the tbgwt uh i recommend becoming premium yes it's so worth it and listen to episode 1095 bullet ball redux episode this is er- <laughs> this is every <laughs> this and every other episode will have you crying laughing right Karen on my internet cousins and i love karen's laugh Thank i you. too am a holler laughter laugher and Rod, I right, too, hashtag, I mean, uh, just kidding. Uh, this review is, <laughs> <laughs> this review is all over the place, but you're a fool if you don't love the blackout tips. And sit down and listen to the blackout tips. Oh, uh, thank you.
2: Come on through with the my tune reviews. I see y'all out there. Thank you.
1: Mm hmm. Come through and be great.
2: Yes, yes. Now y'all can, y'all can judge everybody else.
1: Make it worth this 10th hour of podcasting a day
2: Come on now. <laughs>
1: ms me eighty two also uh, left a, a five star review on Stitcher. Double duty. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I never miss an episode. Ryder right? Cannon I I'm both historical How great chemistry. Hashtag relationship goals. In my opinion, the best podcast out there. Thank you. Thank you. Woo, thank you. That was a lot.
2: Yes, for Stop iTunes it. and Stitcher reviews. Thank you. And yeah, for those of you that have left it, honey, you can put down your shame and fold your arms and judge all these other people that's been getting it for free
1: mm-hmm let them know how you really feel about they punk asses i
2: know y'all y'all but i'm y'all been taken from pasting, and co-past y'all y'all like y'all can't even put five on it for the five star reviews mm-hmm. look at them and judge them
1: Mhm. all right uh let's get into the comments on the website we had many comments uh we had episode 1430 lots of gifts uh which was our um uh feedback show where we did get a lot of gifts people sent us all kinds of stuff it was crazy <laughs> thank you guys brooklyn shoe Bay says you play camp low see this is why i love you guys lucini still my jam at least twice a year i play it to see if i can understand it i'll listen for a minute think Ah. i cracked the code and then i'm like nope still don't know what these niggas saying (laughs) i hear you that's every fan max says now that i'm premium i'm listening to some of the archive shows Four thirty seven, you were talking about you were talking to Devin about the music business and it almost felt like rewatching parts of Atlanta. The play the pay for play, the shady clubs that you dealt with in your rap days. Crazy. Do you ever dabble in that anymore? Nah, Mac. I don't rap uh anymore.
2: Mm, he's retired, sweet water tabola, he retired.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh I mean I'm still the best rapper in the podcast game, I think, you know. But. <laughs> That's not saying much, guys. um And
2: the, I don't, and I don't wrap it out in case anybody's won.
1: The poll was, do you watch Into the Badlands? Yes or no? 62% of our audience does not watch Into the Badlands.
2: Oh, that's the best show out That's good.
1: 38% of our audience does. Really Dark Knight says, I know everyone isn't like Ryder can watch every show on TV. Hey, fuck you, Dark Knight. I don't watch every show on TV. <laughs> <laughs> all right stop trying to show that little shade in there i don't you can uh, if you listen to um Ball D sport or mm. pregame you hear justin getting mad at me for not watching the shows he watches every and week he watches
2: a lot of reality shows it's yeah. so much i had to tap out a lot of reality shows
1: right so i'm gonna need y'all to, to, to relax on that okay i'm sensitive about my shit okay i try to keep up with everything that you guys are watching but it's impossible uh, and, don't,
2: and don't ask me i ain't gonna watch it but if you want somebody that covers literally everything Needing him in Project Fandom, but go ahead, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, but the poll results I see are shocking. Maybe I just get off on watching people kung fu each other to death. That show is dope, y'all. Me too. That's
2: all. Kung Fu. I don't care about nothing else. Kung Fu.
1: Yeah, I feel like more people should be watching it, but what are we what am I gonna say, right? I try not to recommend too many shows of people in general. Uh the episode the next one's fourteen thirty. Don't blame Ellen. Because uh, Caitlyn Jenner went on the show and was, was like, I mean, you know, yeah, Ellen made the gay community hate me and shit. Mm-mm. Not my bigoted views and support of Republicans. Mm-mm. And says, yes, the whole Obama didn't do anything story is a Democrat. Try, Democrats trying in vain to get the white male vote back. Yeah, they definitely doing that. Also, Ellison and Perez should know better. But since they uh, each belong to groups that will be hurt by the same people, they are trying to attract. Uh, attract. Yeah yeah it's weird thinking about that but that's definitely how i feel too like y'all say that you know i think ellison is muslim and i think um perez is latino like this 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 technique of blaming obama works with white people only white people feel that way like i'm not saying there's no black people who but even black people that disagree with obama on certain shit are still like hey he did a much better job uh, than most people would have done in that situation and i don't feel that way about anybody else running so let's calm it down with uh, the obama dissing but right they determined to just walk right past you know the common sense and logic of it all and be like we think him. we can diss yeah. the most popular person in um in politics and still somehow win this so all
2: right they're
1: still more popular than everybody running right now. And everybody that would probably run for the next so many years. Right. Um, all right. D Ramsey, PH Dunn says, love, love, love my weekend podcast from the coolest dynamic. Mary, Mary duo, uh, five stars, Caitlyn Jenner, hashtag Caitlyn Jenner is a joke. Uh, MK Brown says, what is it that Hillary is? So why is it that Hillary is solely responsible for her loss while Obama is responsible for everyone else's? Right yeah that does feel weird like which one is it make up your minds guys uh greg s says oh wait i'm sorry tanya w42 says i didn't read the interview with rachel dolezal because i couldn't take any more of her foolishness and i'm white but uh, yeah she's like i'm white and i couldn't take it but i'm glad rod read it on the show i've learned so much about black people and the black experience just from listening to blackout tips and three guys on so i'm totally befuddled on how someone who wants so desperately to be identified as black has worked at the naacp and presumably surrounds itself with black people can be so damn tone deaf right i think ijeoma ulu uh uluo wait i'm now i've already fucked up pronouncing uluo uh uluo i think it's uluo um hit the nail on the head it's just another form of white privilege thank you as always Ryder Karen, for the excellent podcast
2: thank you baby
1: that's all i think it is it's the ultimate extension of white privilege the way that she's like i will take on your identity as a black woman because i can
2: because i can it's
1: racial tourism you know i decided i can be black and nobody can tell me anything about
2: about it okay nobody take it away from me
1: when Ra, uh greg i said when Ra said chico t sounded like the third member of Camp low and uh he did the gucci suede voice i lost it coincidentally the comment <laughs> caused me to look to listen to uptown saturday night in its entirety so win-win keep it going from a regular listener and recurring donator thanks greg thank you baby and Last comment, Max says, it is infuriating watching the two lazy narrators in the media this week. One, the Obama didn't build the bench argument doesn't make sense with all the folks that distance themselves from him, and then didn't spend any time whatsoever championing their legislative and policy advances. If they had been repeatedly explaining the benefits of Obamacare and other policy, then maybe they'd be viewed more po- positively. Instead, they got all mouth mouth and supremely ineffective. Yeah, I personally am not going to let them read vise that history like i'm gonna need y'all to because a lot of democrats and progressive voters even let me down in 2010 because my ass is voted every time mm-hmm. so ain't no excuse um like i don't want to hear the shit about people oh well you know people don't turn out the midterms no i remember a bunch of white people touting the term voters virus remorse that were supposed to be democrats and liberals or leftists like right it, like it's this infighting started uh for me teen well seven years ago mm-hmm. 2010 um that's when it really took a head where i said oh you motherfuckers really will tank the country because you did you sent obama to to pre- the presidency expecting him to do every fucking thing by himself and american people to never have to do anything else Mm -hmm. and and, and that started back then and you know it's just been brought to a head by trump's election in my opinion right number two the liberals are trying to police free speech thing that's going on with ann and papadopoulos and others that are out there trying to book appearances at colleges i truly believe they are just trying to provoke attacks so they can denigrate liberal spaces and i wouldn't put it past them to be the ones actually uh setting up the attack so they can look like the victims you've seen them set up fake black social media profiles so this wouldn't be beyond them and i really don't understand why institutions of higher learning should be required to put to put poorly sourced or unresearched bigoted information out as fact to impressionable young people as the in the interest of fair and balanced gear both sides debate right let me start with this if you're a white person you think on any level it's a violation of the free speech of um Ann Coulter and, and, uh, Milton, uh, rock, rock the populace. Um, you are the fucking problem. Honestly, there's no like this, like it's academic to you. Cause it's not about you. Right. And that's what privilege does. It allows you to step back and be like, Oh, these are just, these are not necess- These are just people's emotions or this is just people, you know, it's not their humanity. Cause essentially these people come to certain spaces and they want to debate the humanity of Jewish people, the humanity of black people, the humanity of gay people. Like this is, it's dangerous in a, in a world where we know that people are moved to anger and harassment of marginalized folks. It's, it says a lot about the lessons not learned when the first thing you take from the idea that someone wouldn't want to see ignorant, bigoted opinions posited to, uh, on college campuses and paid for the speech. And when you see that and you think, what is free speech? You're like, you're part of the problem. Not to mention, there's so many of these free speech warriors that, 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 you know, claim gotta hear both sides that call themselves liberals and shit. That's have a problem with President Obama and Michelle Obama making money for their speeches. Right. So Ann Coulter and Milo, uh, Stopodopoulos, them motherfuckers can do whatever they want, uh, and get paid. It shouldn't matter that it's unpopular. It shouldn't matter that no one wants to hear it. It shouldn't even matter that it's hate speech. But Obama and Michelle, the Obamas need to give some money back. It's so, it's so ridiculous, the things I'm seeing, and it's so blatantly couched in racism. And the fact that you tolerate racism and that you think racism is just some other alternative point of view that deserves a space and a platform for us to sit down and debate it. um, You fucking disgust me too. Like you can take your ass over there with their ass. Uh, it is good to have conservative thought presented, but this is not what we're talking about. These are folks with fake talking points stated in fact, say this fact is an attempt to gin up the worst in people and feed previously uninformed biases. Yeah. That's, that's the other part is it's not factual. It should matter that it's not. If you're in a learning institution. What are we teaching the next generation? It's, you know, I mean, maybe the cat's out the bag. Maybe it's just, this is just what life is now. But I honestly don't understand how we're going to be mad about fake news, mad about the general disinterest of the American public, mad about the fact that people uh, believe things without fact checking it and then go and do it on our college campuses and be like, but this is cool too. You know, what are you really protecting? Because free speech is you won't get locked up by the government.
2: Right. A lot of people don't even know yeah. what the fuck free speech means. they how that free speech I was like well the government ain't locking you up. You said it and didn't get arrested. What is the problem?
1: Yeah it's like they think free speech is I should be paid if I want to talk about something and it shouldn't even matter what the fuck I'm saying. you are take like it's that same thing where white people have an attachment to the idea of having a job.
2: Right. Right. It's
1: It's just that's all it is. It's it's that gone crazy. You know, it's the way that they can couch racism and economic anxiety. Cause I thought I wasn't going to have a job. So I had to make sure nobody else had one before I got one. Like it's that type of shit, but it's just, um, done through the lens of I'm just speaking at a college, but really you're only upset that, that they didn't get some money to say their bigoted opinions. You're right. just mad at that it's not like these people walk around giving these speeches for fucking free no
2: they do not
1: you know and it, and here's the other part i'm in a college i'm a student uh because i don't think they're faking the outrage i don't think they are setting up people to be fake liberals and mad i think mm. real people are mad yes um th- here's the thing though if i'm a college student and i'm paying the tuition it does matter who the fuck comes and speaks to
2: right us. because i'm not paying for that fucker people go no you taking my you hiking my tuition up regardless i'm not paying for that bullshit
1: so I do think there are limits. I this is not me saying no conservative can come speak. This is not me saying, but there are certain people that are literally racist, bigot, homophobic, hate mongers. There has to be a limit, you know. Like there's shit that I've seen that I roll my eyes at that I fucking hate. Like I hate that little B goes and speaks at some of these colleges because I know that they're just mocking him and they're not really taking him seriously. It's a it's almost like a waste of money. But if those students want to see that dude what can i say i think it's a dumbass waste of money but if they fucking in that college they got enough pool to make that happen i don't feel like lil b is some hate monger motherfucker or any of that shit right i get it you know what i mean there's certain people that i'm just like man i don't really know if they should be addressing a college but, mm, but but fuck it right. you know it's not i'm this is not about me agreeing with everything that comes out of somebody's mouth but some of this shit it's just like for real dog like y'all gonna invite somebody that just doesn't even give a fuck about trying to call Try, like it or they're not you. gonna measure anything to talk to your students they're not gonna just come and say ignorant shit and you yeah. expect the graduates to sit there and be okay with it just hire andrew dice clay then if you want somebody to come roast your fucking arena because that's that's, what's, that's gonna gonna like, what's gonna happen that's
2: what's gonna feel like to the audience milo
1: talking about outing trans students and shit like why do you think that's the same why do you think that's the same as well somebody wants to have Michelle obama come speak ain't that the same no it's fucking not it's fucking i can't believe that that was a debate i saw that shit online and i was like this is white people shit um anyway uh these are folks with fake talking all right telling them that this stuff is legitimate is the opposite of encouraging vigorous and serious debate i would only want them on the campus with the clearly posted caveat that they are faux intellectuals there is no data supporting them and they are here for your base amusement only Yeah, the world's not gonna get better as long as people keep providing those people um, platforms. Correct. Like, you can't keep providing those people platforms like they're not dangerous.
2: Right, and only white people support that bullshit, and a few black people that hate white people. I mean, a few black people that hate black people.
1: Right. Uh, The poll was, did Ellen throw Caitlyn under the bus? Yes, Ellen did a wrong, or no, Caitlyn's own views did that. 100% people said no, Caitlyn's own views threw her under the bus. Yep yeah I gotta go with that um, I couldn't believe she said that I, I mean I guess I can't believe I, you know I know I couldn't believe it I I, I get that I'm, that's not good to say you're supposed to be cynical to everything that was one thing I read and I double took it I, I was like what what, what what now Ellen did what now to you cause last time I checked you said that stupid shit Ellen didn't do anything to make it worse than what she you didn't did
2: you, and like a lot of people say Ellen was one of the softballers interviews you could have did dog
1: she's like really petting puppies nice what are you doing uh all right uh we got episode uh 1432 send some flowers arian says on the topic of stealthing i'm so disgusted that there are men who actually think that is okay right. or comparable to women poking holes in condoms what is wrong with men and why do they disrespect us so much there's no excuse or reason for a man to remove a condom without set during sex without consent from your partner with all this stuff going on with men pushing women on the subway tracks and shooting them at work and killing people because they feel rejected with 45 in the office i already felt scared for my life as a black woman but there is also an added layer of fear of men period yeah anonymous says queen karen and prince rod are mm, good five stars
2: <laughs>
1: alexis says feels like shade moisture was starting to feel shade of the blackness of their product as they grew in popularity could just be me but i was starting it was starting to seem like the shade moisture shells were getting larger and more ubiquitous they were uh, what is that what do you mean getting larger what does that mean
2: because uh shade moisture particularly particularly in target like um, i don't know about other places but particularly in target it used to be a small aisle, but every time I went, you got more and more, and the section itself just got wider.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Where some of the stuff before you could probably get it, you could order it online, but it wasn't like in the stores. And now, when it comes to Shea Moisture, they have different kind. This is for the curly hair. This is for the extra kinky hair. This is for the 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 the, the, the dry hair. This is for you know. So they had different types, and now all of a sudden, you had all those different types kind of spreading on the shelf, and and they had almost moved it where a lot of that stuff wasn't even in the black section no more, it was, and Target, it was particularly in the white section, though, with the Perk Plus and all that shit, too, because, you know, a lot of people can tell the black section from the white section, so, you can see that, and also, uh, particularly CVS, I've seen the difference in CVS, uh, when we were going to CVS the aisle got bigger and bigger and it would actually instead of one row it would be like two and three rows you know it would kind of go up if it didn't go out mm-hmm. you just seen a wider selection
1: okay cause, it's, cause they're trying to mix in more products for white people right. okay cool right. that's why I was getting that I didn't understand the apology didn't feel like, it, like enough of a take uh, to take that back as karen said there are plenty of opportunity to see problems with the ad ahead of time and it aired anyway yeah apparently there were three different ads this one was the worst of the three um but the other two apparently weren't nearly as bad but obviously the worst one is gonna catch everybody's opinion, attention right um that's you know uh that's just humans uh and then also um it wasn't just that the apology that they sent out like i didn't i don't i don't feel that i it's my place to accept or deny that apology it's not to me necessarily but one of the things i thought was weird was a ceo did two interviews one on tv one with roland martin and one uh for the breakfast club and it it stuck out to me because it's like i feel almost saddened that those are the spaces that you would go to if you felt like you fucked up with black women right you know, like, Roland has some issues around black women. I still mm-hmm. remember him trying to blame black women for Nate Parker's, uh, movie mm-hmm. not being successful. Follow
2: that with him across social media. Right.
1: Charlamagne is known to troll black women even, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and say some pretty misogynistic anti-black shit at times. Um, whether it's to get a rise out of people or it's to his legitimate beliefs. Either way, uh it's not like either of those people um are in the best highest esteem with the people that were offended by this ad uh and more importantly than the people that are offended by this ad the customers of your brand your customers deserve the right to be offended you yeah, know they do your customers sink you or make you grow you know um so it felt kind of sad because it's like there's no serious face or whatever that shape moisture considered i'm not saying there are none that exists i i, I would have loved to see them go on another round right send the ceo to the read. right um AM, someone brought up am joy yeah combat jack there's
2: a lot of Th- places. there's a lot
1: of places you could go where uh i'm not even saying necessarily combat jack though but I, i'm trying because i understand that's not necessarily his lane not that right. he's a bad interview he's a great interview Correct. but i'm talking about black women led spaces that would talk about it because from
2: their perspective yeah yeah, because
1: that's that's the injured party it's not me it's not charlamagne it's not roland martin and men have a very uh horrible habit of being so dismissive that essentially it's like if we don't understand the problem we're quick to be like well i don't get it so it's not a problem right as opposed to if it was black women that they had to be confronted and had to confront and talk to I feel like the interviews would be better, the questions would be better, the thoroughness of the apology would be better, as opposed to a, hey, I'm sorry, man, I, I just, we messed up, our bad. And then just, if I'm a man, I'm like, well, I guess that's enough, I don't know, I don't use these products. You know, like, cool, I don't even understand well, the I'm history, not. I'm not related to my body being police, my hair being police, the struggle of it, the emotions to it all that shit is beyond me necessarily i can only academically engage with that so yeah the idea of going to those spaces to bake your apology tour it felt very convenient and very bad i guarantee they didn't get asked about that to Nasheed shit because Mm -hmm. he they responded to a guy who trolls the very women that you claim uh to support with your product so so like you responded to him on some like we cool type shit they're not gonna ask you that cause, you know, those faces are cool with, with him too. Like, this is, uh, it was a very bad, um I don't know, it just felt like a very sad moment. Uh, anyway, back to this, Um as Karen said, they had plenty of opportunity to see the problems with the ad ahead of time, da 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 uh okay this says similar mistakes could easily happen again and the damage is already done i did a google search looking for alternatives and found a page called we buy black and looked at their listings up for hair care look like a lot of good options but i'm curious what kind of experience other people have had on the websites like these hopefully shade moisture straightens things out terrible pun not intended but it's good to know there are other options especially beyond the racist do-it-yourself bullshit uh, a couple of things i know like orient handmade there's a bunch of people right there's a bunch one of the things is whoever gets this money ostensibly is going to be another black owned company
2: mm-hmm. so
1: i don't to know like i don't even feel like there's the built-in excuse that me people always oh, say so y'all do this to each other i have to you i don't i'm not obligated to give my money to anyone nope i earn my money and my dollars speak if i felt disrespected in someone's product peace not to mention apparently from what people are saying the formula and the way that the hair products have been changing over the recent um months since they got uh you know kind of uh the investment from that venture capitalist firm apparently that shit had changed because they were already kind of trying to widen their product usage to white people and it was fucking up what was making it so good for black women's hair chemically and stuff right essentially they were already on this path
2: yeah because the thing is uh most of the time most black women's hair particularly their hair in this natural format, our hair is dry. I have needs moisture most white women's hair, or white people's hair in general, produces oil. So a lot of, some of their product has started literally drying people's hair out because if your hair produces oils you need things to actually dry and strip your hair of the oil. You know particularly, you know, when people talk about how a lot of white people's hair feel flat and oily looking a lot of that is because you just need to wash those natural oils that just produces on its own out of your hair. And black people don't need to do that. We actually add oil to our hair. So with that changing of the, 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 uh chemistry it actually made a big big difference but go ahead
1: no no problem um but yeah so uh that was all uh mad sanity says oh how the royal family gets their money on oh, how the royal family gets their money the royal family surrenders all of the profits from the crown's estate all of the property and buildings owned by the office of the crown and that is not associated with any specific lower titles and receives 15 percent uh which uh, i guess roughly 50 million of those profits to pay for the upkeep of the estate they also own about 70 square miles of mixed-use lands which give them about 22 million dollars in pocket money for the family the queen's personal inheritance is about 415 million along with several other estates throughout the uk prince william wills and kate are covered under separate holding a the duchy of cornwall have a typical annual income of in excess of 40 million dollars shit uh this also does not count the individual professions or roles for the family uh the royal family as a service heads the states of government or governmental emissaries uh basically the royal family used to own everything and the government and large portions of the public pay them to rent to use their land not quite but sorta. Of. that's crazy uh tanya w42 says rod was that i can't wait buy new shoes that you started to play for white people news damn that's one of my favorite songs of all time I legitimately do not remember
2: we'll take your word for it baby
1: EVE says my biggest problem with the Shea Moisture debacle is the fact that they haven't learned their lesson they're thanking people like Tariq Nasheed for supporting them and liking and retweeting comments that defend him instead of just saying sorry and taking the L that's a a thing people do a lot oh yeah I'm sorry or my bad I guess it's a misunderstanding I'm gonna go retweet everybody that's inflaming this by thinking they're defending me people do that shit all the time it makes it so hard to navigate twitter sometimes and also it's a big ego check man if you really sorry then you got to stop having people out here that you're engaging because they're defending you and then you're big up and why talking about you sorry no you're not just say you're not sorry then you know i remember when that whole dim throne shit popped off and that was a big part of it that i had to squash down was People going through my mentors to be like, man, fuck them, fuck, you know, it, nah, man, we rhyme with you. And I had to be like, hey, man, calm that shit down. That's not, I am sorry. I did not want that shit to happen. Legitimately, those are my friends and things went sideways. This is not my intent. I want to make it right. I don't like the ego part of that is people coming in and being like, no, you right. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck everybody. It's all about you. That's the part that you can't give into, but people do all the time and they, Ego-wise, they can't just stop and be like, if I say I'm sorry and I mean it, then it's time to stop reveling in my wrongness. Right. And that's where they fucked up. Why are you reveling in your wrongness, dog? Just be like, hey, my bad, dog. We fucked up. We really do mean it. D- these trolls and these, like, because, like, a lot of the people that attach to the shape, like, defending fitness, shape, moisture, were people that legitimately use, shade moisture as a fucking insult
2: right
1: you know you shade butter twitter shea butter activist, shea butter feminism and y'all are sitting up here replying to them now to do that I, I wish people would do more self-examination in your hour when you're down when you feel like i need support sometimes the people that come to you in support show you that you are actually wrong you know it's like if i fell out with uh ljoy williams on twitter and then like fucking ashy ass hotel niggas start talking about yeah nigga yeah you right you right don't i'll don't be like question. you know what i must be wrong
2: right because if i bought y'all at the woodworks i have got to be wrong
1: yeah i never agree with y'all on anything i think y'all are misogynistic i think y'all are regressive i think oh shit i'm wrong why else would you be supporting me you would never be right mm-hmm. about anything right that's something that people just know they have no reflection uh E. V. E. uh did it, oh wait i think she i read it all oh wait no i did so she says um uh i do like how it works in my daughter's hair but i can find other products because i'm done with them fuck them yeah that that treating the she shit was the one that was the nail in the coffin for a lot of people
2: yep, yep there's a yep, lot yep. of
1: women that have been harassed by that dude and his followers that are like why are you tweeting him
2: right calling you know people that we personally know females we personally know have his millions and trolls actually just attacked them all up and down social media for months Like, no 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 sir no thank you and it's one of these things where our dollars spend too and black women are just tired of people just taking their time and their money and their effort for granted so it's one of these things where this target market that you're trying to go at them white women ain't buying your shit. Most of them white women didn't know what your fucking product was. You're trying to market to a, to people that, that, uh, do not know anything about your product. Not that you can't cross over, but it's one of those things where, uh, people who love and enjoy your product, and people who were probably gonna buy your product regardless of this fuck up, was like, oh, now I can't support you at all and that's the thing sometimes money makes sense so when you start losing money you're gonna get some good common sense it's gonna tell you oh we fucked up and we're gonna have to do whatever it takes to get them back
1: you can cross over respectively yes you can but without erasing blackness yeah you can be respectful about it you know but just depends if so you people tuned in and all of a sudden there was an ad for the blackout tips and it was you know featuring white listeners talking about you know my white ears and my white opinion didn't have anywhere to go until I found the blackout too. <laughs> Thank God for Rod and Karen in this black world that I can find. Y'all would be like, "What the dollars all? What the dollars all is this?" You know what I mean? And y'all would be right. You know, like it, it, there's a there's a way to be like anybody can come check out my product and there's a way to be like man fuck these old niggas we on these new niggas now and
3: that <laughs> shit is gonna backfire
1: every time man you Come just up. can't re it because it makes you feel like your brand isn't even true to anything right you know? uh really dark knight says i almost wrecked my car on the drive when you said there were communities for stealth and communities dog that shit right there is another reason why i wonder why women mess with men at all Ooh. we men really are the worst yeah it's the fact that you could form a community around it speaks volumes yes, it honestly does. you know it's and it's that thing i remember somebody asked us about interracial marriage like why why how can a black person date a white person when they know all this history and shit and i'm like i mean we talking about our history how can any woman date any man like let's keep it real it's like i don't think people make decisions like that when they think with their heart i think no they don't you know is there's a level of risk assessment but there's also just a level of i really really like this person and mm-hmm. i don't care about the risk of certain things you know anyway the poll was do you strategically pick your stall in the public bathroom yes i gotta find a perfect one no i just let go and let god and i refuse
5: <laughs>
1: and lastly i refuse to use the public restroom six percent of y'all refuse to use the public restroom smart say, no, I just let go and let God. You guys just don't give a fuck. Mm -mm. And 78% says, yes, I got to find the perfect one, the perfect style. Uh, Karen, which one are you?
2: Oh, I got to find a perfect style, honey. If I walk in there and it don't look right, I take my ass to another one
1: uh we got comments kb says i've had the first stall thing worked out for years i had to work against my natural inclination to breeze by the first stall but it's worth it now that i see how much cleaner it usually is compared to the other nasty ones
3: Mm
1: -hmm. tanya w42 says no idea if it's true but another strategy is to use a handicap stall if there is one figuring that most people that aren't handicapped won't choose it
2: i've done that too and it's actually you get more room in
1: them too yeah i used to do that uh but a lot of people do it it's different for me because you got man spreading so they definitely like to do it uh <laughs> the only thing is man like if you work you gotta make sure you don't you don't work a place where there's somebody that might need to use that restroom because that's fucked up if you do you know but you know just don't be in there all day i guess uh I hope not.
2: what did you doing max
1: says the handicap style is overused especially when the other ones are lower to the ground uh it is overused depending on where you work man i can definitely see that and i i think it may vary for for men versus women too i think we should consider that uh the last episode for the week was get your coins obama where we talked about uh me getting kicked off facebook me Aww. getting cramped up karen moment at work with that hey baby sweeter thing. All kinds of stuff was going on guys. Yeah it was. <sighs> Boy. Um the comments. and says Karen and husband Rod. I didn't see today's episode on iTunes or Google Play. Did you forget to post them? I guess she knows the answer by now. <laughs> Clarence says compared to the other former presidents get that public speaking dollar obama has some interesting shit to say hell i passed just for barry to tell me ghost stories nigga get that money oh i paid for him just tell me ghost stories nigga get that money i hear you clarence aaron says queen karen how dare that lady get an attitude with you for calling her honey it seems like she had a bad interaction with someone else and took that out on you people forget that delivery is everything and don't take the time to recognize their tone inflection etc for me it's kind of a case-by-case basis on what type of relationship i have with that person when it comes to being called sweetie honey or baby i can also understand that for some people those names can be demeaning but she certainly should have approached you with respect and decorum white women are well known for talking crazy and then playing the victim it's the oldest trick in the book yeah you know that's that thing too one of the things i think i've notice in the struggle of all this is I feel like uh since you went natural, uh dyed your hair purple and stuff like that, I feel like your work experience has been more adversarial. Oh,
2: hasn't it though?
1: So, you know, I don't know what if it's people are intimidated or what cuz it's the same people that didn't have a problem with you before that You know people that said you did a great job you was you know great with customers all this stuff and now all of a sudden people feel threatened and challenged by you you know i think in this world where we had like black lives matter and all this activism and shit there's like a fear of black people loving themselves and a fear of you know these unapologetically quote-unquote black people um and i and i think corporate america is gonna be a place where a lot of that fear is realized where Mm -hmm they're treating people differently and they they would never admit it or um even cop to it but um and they might not know it themselves but i think there is like a fear there that wasn't there before
2: correct oh. could <clears throat> i go like well do it are you a protester no i just fucking want to kind of work like everybody else i'm not a protester
1: mm-hmm uh alex says right i used to live in an apartment with an oven that set out the smoke alarm without fail every time i use it it didn't matter how well i scrubbed it down it had some hot kind of permanent grease that start that created smoke every time the oven heated up Mm. after resetting the smoke alarm about 15 times i started i started taking it down and throwing it to a different room every time i need to use the oven after all that trauma with the blaring alarm it felt empowering hope this helpful some kind of way you guys are awesome not helpful in any way (laughs) We got these high vaulted ceilings and a wood floor. There's no way I can get to that fucking alarm, uh, without a, a fucking ladder every (laughs) time. And I'm not pulling out a ladder every time I want to cook. So, we just going to have to figure something else out. Uh, my old apartment, I used to could take it down and, uh, you know, put it in a, put a plastic bag over it and shit, you know, old school, um, dorm room tricks for people that smoke and smoke incense and shit like that. But, uh, fuck it, man uh Aaron says rob my nigga i can't with you pray for a car to get to church so you can ride into jesus mobile i listened to that part way too many times because that lady in san antonio sounded like a whole entire food though these niggas need to stop preaching this mess about if you pray and go to church then you shouldn't be depressed poor single etc that's how, not how any of this works i agree d ramsey ph dunn says in the words of beyonce the best revenge is your paper hashtag my uncle barack stays paid Eve says i was so offended on karen's behalf i know that woman wouldn't have stepped to karen like that if she had been a white woman Mm-mm. fuck that woman rod uh oh wait fuck that woman rod send karen more flowers to a job to make the hater mad <laughs> i would man every time now it's like they starting to retaliate against these flowers i <laughs> think i made karen's week worse it's the flowers flower i guess i don't blame the flowers the flowers are beautiful impromptu meetings people mad about babies and honeys and shit what the fuck happened <laughs> Amani says do we need to send Karen to the faceless men to train to take care of that bitch from work a girl doesn't want these problems (laughs) do what uh, you need to to cover your ass but just know you dropping sweetie and baby is everything thanks Amani thank you and the poll was do you think it's wrong for Obama to get that guap yes he should speak for less money no he's good scientific poll 100% 100% of y'all said no, he good.
2: He good, dog.
1: Yeah, get that money. Rockstar says, will we ask this question of any other white president? I'll have the answer for you already. No, we never have. Not, honestly, I still think all this is about Bernie. We didn't even have a problem with this until Bernie started talking about people getting, giving paid speeches. And then suddenly that became the, the hallmark of what's wrong with politicians. When it was before, it was just kind of a way of life. Arian says, yes, Obama deserves his money. ev says, I don't think he's getting paid enough. Amani says, I hear what you're saying, but I'm still disgusted by Obama taking $400,000 to speak to some Wall Street power players. My nigga Bear shouldn't be getting out of bed for anything less than two commas. Yeah, I agree. I say a million, please. What do you want me to do? Talk to these white people? Have you seen what white people said about me for eight years? I'm on the no. Uh, all right. Uh, we got some voicemails. Let me play these We've got quite a few one of them's over three minutes I hope this is good cause I will cut this shit off
5: hi Rod and Karen this is Chica um I live in Alexandria Virginia although you did not ask and I'm gonna keep this short because I think there is a limit okay so this doesn't really relate to any of the stories that we talked about or, like, that we, that you guys talked about this week. But I wanted to talk about this. So I really love reading um, romance novels and stuff like that. And so there's this one author, her name's Kristen Ashley's she's this, like, white lady whatever, and she writes this fantasy land series. So I like reading about fairy tales and shit and, like, romance because, I don't know, I just like that. Anyway, so I'm reading it. And they're, like, in the Golden Dynasty book, there is, like, black slaves in the fairy tale. And I was just kind of like, so, even in, like, fiction, like, our lives are fucked up. Like, it's, like, fucking with black people in fiction, like, for real and everything. And so, like, I had tweeted her about it, I think, when I first read the book. And I was just like, oh, are you going to make, like a book, like, a story in your fantasy land series based just off of, like, the black people and stuff, um, and just, like, having, like, the story sort of like, oh, a uh, woman from modern times gets transferred to the fairy tale land and everything, and she makes deals and falls in love and shit like that. So I was just like, oh, are you going to do that with, like, a black character, you know? Or, like, have, like, a black lead character or something like that and everything, not just, like, supporting black people being supporting characters and their struggle being part of the plot and everything and their treachery being part of the plot Um, rather than that, just having it just revolve around black characters. And so she was like, Oh, well you're the first person that ever asked me to write about that section of the Fantasyland series and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I'm thinking about it. And so she said that when I first wrote, like when I first tweeted her about it. And then um, I reread it because it's actually golden dynasty. If you push that, aside is one of like my favorite in the series or whatever and so I asked her again and she ignored it and then I was just like you know what I'm not going to keep asking her about this and like I tweeted her and I was just like I'm not going to ask you about this I just feel a way that like you can have black characters as slaves and stuff like that um, but they can't be anything more than that and I tweeted other um, romance authors and stuff about it like I like, like um, Pepper Pace, she's really good, Sienna Minx and um, Tiana Levine, like they do like um, um, interracial romance and stuff. I also like like um, Delaney Diamond and um, Rochelle Ayers, but that's besides the point, but I like had tweeted them and I was just like, you know what, I told them about the situation I was and I said that I really appreciate how inclusive their stories are and everything. And I wondered like, what do you guys think about that? Um. Anyway, I hope I didn't go over too long. But, yeah, so what do you guys think about that or, like, black, black characters being used in this plot to create white saviors? Because she also, the Kristen Ashley also did this in, like, her Rock Chick series where it's, like, I think there's, like, a black pimp or... Drug dealer, and then there's this one story where it's like this white social worker is trying to save all of these like minority people, and she falls in love with a Native American, and da 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 da. And I'm just like, why is it that like minority struggle is always being used to push plots, but then we can't ever take the main stage? Like, why is that an impossible thing to do? Like, I don't get it. But yeah, anyway, I hope we didn't go over too much. I really love you guys. I love the black Eye who tips podcast being a part of like the family and i'm still campaigning to have you guys go on screen junkies i'm still doing it hopefully it happens they had um um i think they had jamie from black girl nerds come up so i'm just like if they can have her they can have y'all but anyway sorry (laughs) all right have a great saturday peace Um, Peace.
1: thank you for your uh call Mm -hmm. um the main thing i would say is something i've seen uh Carnetia say on twitter and i actually bought um a shirt from her uh mickey kendall i don't know if you guys know her or not but you should i interviewed her before i believe um uh, for the show um for medium talk so if you're premium you can go listen to that interview uh but she you know writes and talks about young adult fiction and fantasy and stuff mm-hmm. and uh one of the things that she says and like i said i bought the shirt it says um you can believe in dragons but not black people come on and that's a thing because there's fictional it, in fiction there's supposed to be no limits that's one of the reasons you're writing this right this stuff in these fantastical worlds and all this stuff but yet in the mind of you know people that aren't black that don't have certain experiences. Some of this shit is so normalized, they don't realize how fucked up it is that you wrote a world that's a fantasy for everybody but black people. Like, what part of my fantasy made me want to be a slave? And then, and you, if you write in that slavery into that narrative, why isn't freedom part of that narrative? Why Um, isn't a revolutionary black character part of that narrative? Why isn't the complicated feelings of other black characters or the slaves part of that narrative you know um while you were talking i looked up some reviews for her uh series and you know it's mostly five stars from people um and many you know likes and all this shit and then there's one from this girl from jilly who uh said she hated it and she was you know talking about how it's the only thing that can make this book okay is if the author donated all the money made it on to battered women's shelter to help women who have suffered the atrocities that she is trying to glamorize in this book rape is never romantic domestic abuse is never forgivable slavery is never acceptable um and then she goes on to detail the plot and uh talks about you know how fucked up it is now you know I'm I, i'm not one of those people that thinks all fiction has to mirror reality or not be problematic or whatever If this is the tale of suffering and shit that you think you can play as the backdrop of some type of romance um sure you know i don't i mean i'm who am i to say what your world has to be but i'm not required to support it or think it's good so that's how i would look at it and and yeah i'm sure a lot of people listen um to it and enjoy it and the romance genre is a very i don't want to say weird but it's a very complicated genre because people people like certain fantasies and shit that not aren't socially acceptable correct so there's people that write novels and shit in the fantasy romance section but it's full of rape and violence and shit like that but that's somebody's fantasy sexually, you know, to be like, well, this is a safe experience cuz all these people are made up and it's not really happening to anybody mm-hmm. and all that shit. So I know it's complicated, but yeah, the racial dynamics of it, I mean,
6: it that's matters. an author
1: that could not think to themselves that slavery was that big a deal. You know? That's all I got for you. Karen, did you want to add anything or?
2: No, not really. I think it's one of those things where like reality we're left out of a lot of shit we're an afterthought you know for the fact that you quote unquote mentioned us was sufficient enough right you know once you begin to challenge it and be like hey you know you can tell a whole world of stories but also a lot of times asking that of some authors is very hard to do because having them write about a black experience everybody can't do so you have people that are predominantly white in a lot of these genres why about black some can and some have can do a really really good job but a lot can't Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things where it's like if they write it it would probably be a very bad book yeah you know so i'd rather somebody that can write or a person of color write about the experience because it would fulfill the need that you said that you desire because like i said it's not the fact that I agree with Roger it's not the fact that it's slaves but it's like okay slaves now let's delve deeper into that let's talk about overcoming like you said let's talk about freedom let's talk about the impact of of the people around them let's talk about the black stories and this sounds like somebody that's not interested in black stories
1: yep Um, next voicemail and it's also weird that that person felt the need to put black slavery into their book and then have no point to it beyond that
6: <sighs>
1: people weird
6: so clearly ride hey ride first of all let me say hey ride hey karen this is sierra aka mom's drag Mom drag. clearly Rod. oh is
1: breaking oh it's
6: breaking up because I am listening to the Monday night show, and right, I'm ready. My mouth was savoring. I was ready for my palate cleanser called White People News. Uh-oh. And then you play that fuck-ass shit? Rod, why would you play that fuck-ass shit? You know I'm listening to the shit at work at the white man corporation. What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you always trying to are you trying to see me on the news, Rod? Are you trying to see me on the news? Sienna a.k.a. man at Mom's Razor Flag shot up seventeen white people and killed two white people in the sport after hearing a white version of Kendrick fucking Lamar. Are you trying to are are you trying to start the revolution with me being let me know. If I'm if I'm supposed to be the pillar that gets this shit popping, let me know because every time you do this to me, at work, it's one o'clock, I am at work. Every time you do this to me, I want to sharpen my pencil and start stabbing me. This is not okay. What the fuck, Rod? I, I got I have to go outside, Rod. Right? What the fuck you want me to do? Oh, you got bail money? You got bail, my Karen. Queen yes. Karen. Yes. You got money on my bail.
2: Fuck. We, we can do a go I- me. I'm
6: so fucking angry right now. Rod. Rod. I love you guys. But Rod, you ain't me shit. Me you ain't never gonna be shit. I love you, though. But fuck. 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 Oh, God, I'm so mad. I gotta smoke a cigarette. This is why I can't... Rod, you're the reason why I can't quick smoke a cigarette. All right. I gotta... I. I... I... I-, I-, I-
5: i'm sorry Fuck. <laughs> Love you guys. All right,
1: bye. <laughs> it's not my fault okay white people are doing these things and we need to be up and aware hip the game imagine if you somewhere out in public and you just walking to the subway and somebody's playing the acoustic cover of humble and your ass wasn't ready now you choking out a white person in public. Why? Because nobody ever prepared you nobody for the prepared. reality that this shit exists and it's out there. I feel right. the same way about this. I feel about sore ratchetness. You guys have to be up on your toes at all times. Not Next thing you know, you choking out some little white woman with an acoustic guitar. Right. Everybody's like, what happened? I Black know. woman went crazy on the subway, threw some woman into the subway I tracks.
2: Know. Playing a uh, with a kazoo.
1: Right. Stay woke. Creeping. Right. Come on. Next voicemail.
6: So, uh hey Rod, hey Karen, this is Sierra again. At mom's dread with flag on Twitter. So, I was listening to the podcast the first time I called. And as soon as that cracker of Caucasian rendition of Be Humble started playing, I had to immediately pause it and just um, let the words of curse leave my mouth for Rod. And then I went back in my office, closed my door and pressed play to continue into my palate cleanser, WP News, and um, Rod continued to let the song play. And the guy double timed it, mm-hmm. yes, and did. then started his mask off challenge at the ah! end of the future. I'm gonna give this a hundred, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this a thousand. I am to the point where I would like to know who that is so I can cyber bully them. Cause that's how fun this They all smell like borone and they sound like and they and they smell like dogs and I'm just I don't even know I'm I'm just saying things. Now I'm just saying a sense of things because I'm just so distraught, <laughs> perturbed <laughs> afflicted. <laughs> I just can't believe you. Anne. I love you guys so much.
3: You do? Well right.
6: No shit, you i never gonna do shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally just sitting here on my desk. I feel like you really trying to get me to kill people, and your mind control is not gonna work on me. I reject it, I rebuke it, in the name of Jesus. I gotta go. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm so pissed. I'm, I'm calm. So that you know, the next, you know, the next stage after that is. Homicidal rage. So you choose right? What do you want me to do? Because I'm ready to go loot cage on everybody in here. You let me know. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Queen Karen, I love you. Congratulations to Jamaica trip and happy belated birthday.
2: Thank
1: you, baby. Uh, just so you know, we do not accept collect calls from prison. So
2: <laughs> I don't think Skype will let us collect them.
1: If you choke somebody, that's on you, buddy. All right? Uh, and I did notice that call was not from jail. So, you must have found a way to deal. Ah,
3: ah, and that ah. means that
1: we're helping you a little bit at a time. Next voicemail. Got two more after this.
3: Hey, guys. This is Nira Nirvana. I haven't called in a very long time. Um We're prompted this call. Of course, I love you guys. I love the show. I love the group, everybody. You um, but I'm calling because I'm a little pissed off. So, I'm listening to episode 1432. And, you know rod and karen just finished uh fucking with black people and i'm like all right i'm mad i'm angry and then rod talked about the comic and i'm like oh i'm so angry so you go into the white people news segment and i'm like okay who? i get to kind of calm down and have something light and airy and then i hear the opening song which is some rendition of kendrick be humble and i'm like what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what it says uh-huh. that is going to make people angry for for white people news it's like the fucking with black people transition um,
6: uh-huh. and I'm
3: tripping off of it because I know in the song Kendrick goes like he said you just let the meds talk or something like that I'm assuming that's what he says and I'm thinking he's talking about like the rappers that talk about that get high or whatever and it, I could be wrong about that. But what's so funny about it is because at the end of the white person rendition of Be Humble, the guy goes, Molly set," And I was like, what the fuck? So, of course, I'm upset going into white movement news. I haven't even listened to the white people news segment yet. I just needed to call and uh, uh, make that uh, comment. All right. Love you guys. I'm going to go back to listening to this episode now. <laughs> Yeah,
2: People did not approve of this
3: song. I don't know what the
1: problem is. You guys,
5: <laughs> the only
1: thing I promised for these songs before white people news is that they would be by white people or songs that white people li- like. Okay? That's what white people listen to, guys. Them videos had hits. People was people was comment. I saw the comments before I I played the video and it was all Oh, this is so great, Jeffrey. Good job, buddy. Way to go, Jeff. And I said, "Okay, goddamn. I guess I got to show the world that this is a goddamn catastrophe." Okay? White people are a menace when it comes to stealing black people's music and trying to remix it. The double time was just even worse. All right. Next one.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Karen. It's Shelley from New York again. How are you guys? Good. Um, hope you're doing well. Um was great. I was calling to address Karen calling that woman at work, sweetie. Mm. Um, I have a tendency of calling people at work, honey and um, doll on occasion. And I never even considered that it would be an issue for anyone because I always thought it was just like a term of endearment. You know, I'm not going to run around and be like, yo, what up, my nigga? Like, <laughs> no, I'm in a corporate setting. I could do it because there are some people who weren't being called a nigga in my office, <laughs> but I won't. As you know, I know better, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I was a little not offended, but certainly taken aback by it. Karen's reaction to you know, her eyes, her eyes, uh, you know, kind of bulges out of her head a little bit, a la the coon <laughs> emoji,
4: <laughs> the
0: bulging eye and mm-hmm. coon. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I would. I would kind of be. I kind of have the same reaction because I you know you think you're trying to be you are being nice in all honesty and it's, it's just a way of I don't know I guess it's, you feel like it's a way of making people around you feel at ease like yeah. you're comfortable you're approachable you know you're easy to work with I don't know I feel like I'm a little taken aback by that I feel like if she had been black it may not have been that big of an issue I don't think it would have been annoying to her Um, if she had been black I don't think it would have been annoying to her and if Karen had been white. I don't think it would have been annoying to her. Um, I don't know. I feel a way about it. It makes me feel a little strange, you know. Um, Karen, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you had to feel like that. I, I feel it. I kind of feel it. And it's just I'm vicariously through you. I, I feel it. I, I'm, I'm really sorry you had to feel like that, man. It's just the uh, some some people just don't get it. And it's alright. It's cool. You know. You say I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Or no, you know what? Don't apologize. You just say all right, Cool. No problem. Mental note to never do that shit again with this bitch. Um, right. With that said, uh, yeah, I'm good. I've had two glasses of wine and just kind of wanted to hear your feedback on it. Or just not even that. I just wanted to share. All right? Can't alone. All right? Understand. Thank I'm you. I'm with you, girl. All right? Peace out, y'all. Have a good night. Much love from New York, even though you kind of hate us on the low. <laughs> bye
1: y'all Beef. yeah um that's That's how that microaggression shit works
4: mm-hmm.
1: like they're not gonna um just come out and say something fucked up it's it's gonna be uh coded language and tone and shit I'm from Brooklyn so
6: I'm from New York. what's really good son I don't play no games yo
1: yeah I know I that's what you was thinking when you said that part about New York <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah that's how it works man thank you and yeah you know that's why i was like i can't possibly know because i'm not there but i just believe karen when she says it's an extra attitude and an extra layer of bullshit because what the fuck point when she had a lie about it you know and especially you go that long in your life and literally no one has an issue with it and then boom, somebody goes to fuck off like it's not even you know sometimes you can just tell when it's like it's more than just this interaction you know but like i said you just never know with people and to me the easiest thing is to just not do it because you're at work and this person clearly would make an issue of it and it's the sort of issue that on paper you won't win so what's the fucking point you know what i mean like if it came down to hr or something you were making a point of being like i'm gonna call her honey i don't give a fuck what she say it's going to be like, well, then you're now the bad guy. It went from mm-hmm. this person is just a person you should probably avoid to you're purposely trying to have an altercation with them. So, mm-hmm. all right, last voicemail.
4: Good evening, Rodney and Karen. Uh, if you listening from the UK again, uh, this one's directed more towards Karen at this time, or uh, in terms of the voice one anyway. Okay. Um, in regards to the podcast where you was referring to you had a slight mishap at work in regards to one of your colleagues. I would strongly recommend take yourself to HR, explain to him the situation, and make sure you're very clear and you're consistent in the fact that you're being polite, you're greener, your colleague as you usually would, and she took it the wrong way and she definitely, indefinitely gave you back her microaggression where she did not like what you said. And you're generally confused as to if you're allowed or if it's okay to continue speaking to your colleagues in the form of a greeting where it's good afternoon, baby, hello, honey, and so on and so forth. Explain mm-hmm. this to HR. I would strongly recommend you send an email first and follow it up with maybe a face-to-face with HR and just say, could I sit down in office with you for, for two, three minutes to explain this to my email, just, just as a follow-up, and also explain to them you've made note of it you know, in your notepad, because obviously it it kind of made you uncomfortable now you may say, "Well, that's a bit excessive, I assume we have to do that. Yes, go and do it, as you've already explained well from what from what you've kind of taught me well, I don't really know fully myself because I haven't done the research, you know in corporate America is very different, but as to what you've explained and what you've experienced, I've seen this in the offices that I've worked for many a year so I would say for what for, for what you you know in, encountered I would say that's more a global office thing than just maybe a corporate America thing and don't don't leave this to chance go and do it go and get it done as you've explained you're kind of flat footed in terms of how, how to, to deal with certain things or you know you're maybe a bit slow on, on the come up of how, and, how to run with this go and speak to HR send them an email. Get it logged. Explain to them what you've made sure you've done in your own to to avoid future issues and you feel uncomfortable. Make sure this is explicitly stated that you're uncomfortable. You don't want any follow-up. You just want it noted so if anything does come up, they're aware. Go and get it done. Heed my warning. Do not leave it. Get it done. Okay. Have a nice evening and um, yeah, I'll wait for your next podcast. Take care. Goodbye.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, man. Appreciate the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all you had to say, Karen. That's it. Yeah, it,
2: it, it's something to think about because it. it I, it's, I. But like just. I will think about it. I, I. I will tell you. Um, that much.
1: Okay. Uh, we did get some gifts in the mail. Mm-hmm. People that actually mm-hmm. do appreciate us uh we got this one from sim at sim simma uh simone who says hi Ro- hi karen and rod i finally found the wish list so i could send you some appreciation for all you do for everyone enjoy and it's suicide squad extended cut yes i will be watching this again uh in my preparation for wonder woman because i wasn't gonna spend my own money about this Mm-mm. that was 100 the truth
4: Mm-mm.
1: uh i can never justify
4: making Uh, that purchase no i
1: couldn't justify that out of my money because i hated the you know i didn't hate it but dc movies ain't good Mm. um
2: so thank you baby
1: so yeah we appreciate it okay Mm. i would definitely be doing that and then we got this one which came wrapped up in a it came in a gift uh bag Mm. uh karen looked in it already i determined myself i was gonna wait to the show to see what it is i was
2: like oh what's this
1: I may not have touched bases in a while, Rod and Karen, but I enjoy the blackout test and premium every day. I appreciate you too, and just wish to give a little something. uh Enjoy and smiley face at Butterfly Rose, a.k.a. Wolf Girl, Miss Robbie and Rusa. All right, let's see what this is. Thank
4: you.
1: Open this bad boy up. What is in? No, what do we have here? Oh, mm-hmm. hidden figures. Yeah, my girls. Well, yes i need this too mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm, the collection is looking strong guys I what i'm trying can. to say it's
2: real strong y'all thank you i want to keep you this you. card I uh, I mm-hmm. like the bag too
1: though uh but yeah thank you so much we appreciate it uh all right let's get to um the emails uh speaking of which i did watch i did rewatch batman vs superman to cut that someone bought for us uh, so, don't let me be said that the money went to waste, cause I will watch it. And Roger will watch I it. I wanna see what Wonder Woman looked like so I can remember mm-hmm. when I see her in her new mm-hmm. movie what it's supposed to feel like.
2: One time was enough.
1: Yeah, okay. Anyway, that, uh, that music for her was dope it was like in that fight scene i watched it you know um she
2: was the best thing she of the she
1: showed the fuck out showed the fuck out it was
2: wonder woman is her is that one of the things where you embrace the character mm-hmm. like when you look when i look at her i literally see wonder woman yeah
1: when well, people still get mad about the casting i really don't understand mm-hmm. i i honestly don't like sometimes people acquit themselves with the casting where well, you like well it's not their fault and so it, i can't see it being her fault and like chris said on twitter today most of the fed castings are stupid anyway all right chichi writes in hey karen and hubs this is uh emails it's called ants at your desk at-, at ants and your desk she says listen i don't even have anything to say except your monday episode had me actually dying ants at your desk bruh i was finishing up some lesson plans and nearly split spit out my wine on my students end of the year achievement certificates favorite podcast check much love chichi from cleveland
2: thank you thank you chichi uh certificates clean girl
1: fireman says um read first not sure where it applies well i'm just gonna read it hey rod this probably should go with the saturday review show or maybe pre-game my birthday just passed on the 17th and i love a gift from you it's free 99 just want to update on the guy from the supermarket who thought you were someone else and kept asking you have you been to the spot oh yeah (laughs) i don't know how you missed this but we talked about this already it's one of my favorite absolute favorite stories you ever told that and got your nose lol you <laughs> the great work yeah the people on the regular show don't know about got your nose <laughs> uh that's a premium show uh conversation uh you have a supporter for life man. all right buddy from the spot i mean buddy from uh Publix i don't know what happened to him
2: you don't know maybe maybe he got hired at the spot i don't
1: know yeah maybe he had the spot now maybe he got let go Maybe i don't know hey, he was like a mystical frosted the snowman negro <laughs>
2: we haven't seen him in months y'all
1: i that dude just he was there every time i went there for like three months it was crazy i was always worried about my social phobia having to talk <laughs> to this nigga and pretend that i know him and all this stuff and then just one day poof be gone
2: right we have not seen him since so we might see him again but we haven't seen him in a long time right he's like a uh uh candy man won't talk about him too much He might show up
1: yeah so i don't know man it was <laughs> interesting uh but yeah I, I haven't seen him since man i wish i had a bigger better funnier ending to that but i just stopped seeing him so i don't know if he got caught talking to too many people or what
2: mm-hmm. he probably went over to the spot and wondered why you were not at the spot
1: yeah maybe Ah! maybe finally saw that dude he thought was me and realized we weren't the same people right uh furious styles right so right saying we're keeping it black history goes wrong what up rod and karen i know people send you lot of time but i thought you might find this interesting this happened at my daughter's former high school in san antonio texas okc thunder player andre robertson robertson's father i can't make this shit up shaking my head thought this would be a good idea i think it's fucked up these white folks is quick to make an example and railroad this brother so 100 for this shit but still old heads know what time it is in texas just a little context this high school was built to migrate mostly black students from closing schools and to accommodate expanding neighborhoods school district lines were drawn to ensure these new students would have to attend this high school in short this is a largely black high school anyway this email is already too long before i go i just want to say that you guys helped the nigga get through some rough spots while at the J, y'all helped me laugh off a lot of bullshit while at the same time discussing real issues unapologetically thank you for all your hard work and your dedication to this podcast bye niggas uh and then the link he sent me was song controversy leads to wagner high school teacher fighting for his job Uh, Wagner High School teacher is fighting to keep his job at the school district said he violated school rules and school board voted to not renew his contract for 2017-2018 school year. It all stemmed from Black History Month program where he helped students organize. Uh, that he helped students organize a lot of kids look up to me as a mentor they look up to me as their uncle their dad their pop. Says joe roberson roberson is a graphic design teacher and the father of oklahoma city thunder basketball star andre roberson roberson said back in february members of the wagner school senior class asked him to help them put a, on a black history month program to raise money for project graduation which is an event for seniors the night of their graduation since the students only had four days to promote the program roberson said he knew music would be key to increase of participation robertson said the students came up with the idea to name the program black and bougie a spin on the popular rap song bad and bougie okay i can see how that could okay let's see where this goes the word bougie means high class it means fancy it means rich it means some kind of elite status robertson said robertson said he did not support the song's original lyrics because they are vulgar so he changed them to give the song a more empowering meaning the district said the issue was not the performance of the song but the flyer which he posted on campus it started off in terms of having parent complaints to the principal. So the principal went out and st- saw them and took the posters down. Steve Lipscomb, Judson ISD director of communications said the principal gave them back, but told him not to put them back up, but they ended up being back up anyway. We didn't put the posters back up or anything like that. If I do something wrong, I'm man enough to admit that I did something wrong, but to have people lying on me, that's a no, no, it's not going to happen. Roberson was placed on administrative leave immediately after performing the remixed version of the song at the Black History Month program. He performed it. Whatever a person's opinion is about how appropriate this was or not, the bottom line is: if you have a supervisor that gives you a directive and you don't follow it, that's a problem. Yeah, okay, that that's a good point. I. I if they told you not to do the song,
2: oh, they told me not to do the song. Oh, I thought they told me to put the flyers
1: up. I mean, I'm sorry. If they told you not to put the flyers up,
2: and it's one of the things, where, where it's it's almost a case of one too, because it's about students. It wouldn't surprise me if he took the flyers down and told the students. Students got mad, and students put the flyers back up. Like I, I could All see, right. the stu- not, okay, yeah, not, like not trying to funny. I could see him following instructions and uh, and like y'all we can still do this y'all but y'all can't put the flies back up like
1: plausible deniability and shit right
2: and you know the student's like no fuck that dog and wouldn't surprise me the students did this like Mm. without his consent and then they were like, well, you, you, do you put it back up? He was like, why the fuck would I do this and jeopardize my job? That makes no sense.
1: The district said administrators recommended the board not renew the 10 year veterans contract and the board ultimately agreed. They've rendered a very swift judgment upon me to get me out of the school system as well. I don't feel I'm getting my due process. Roberson has said it's still unpaid administrative leave is currently in the process of appealing the school board's decision. Roberson provided Fox and Antonio with the lyrics to Black and Bougie remix that he performed at the school program. He also said the lyrics were printed on the program so the audience could sing along, but the school district claims students in the audience were singing the original lyrics instead of the remix. Well, that that's bad. Remix version. Okay, here's the lyrics. Black and Bougie remixed by DJ John. You know, we young, smart brothers. Oh, instead of young, rich niggas. Okay. We ain't never got a chance to really tell our story, but we learned a whole lot of this his story, though. Oh damn, this is already too woke. Uh, cause he didn't put history. He put his story, you know. His story, brother. The white man's story. That's what history means. Wake up. I got my I will I got my lockbox unlocked. Dropping all this knowledge on the have nots. Squashing all the ties of the thought thoughts. Wait, squashing all the lies of the thought. Why is thought thoughts still in here? You change the lyrics. What, what do that hoe over there got to do with anything? <laughs> Squashing out the lies of the thought- Are you tho-
2: sure this is the version that he had?
1: This is what he put. These are oh, lyrics he shit. sent though.
2: I don't think nobody told him what thoughts meant.
1: Squashing out the lies of the thought thoughts. Standing on my own cause I got rocks. We came from nothing to something, Jigga. <laughs>
2: i not Jigga!
1: Reversing our roles to pull tricks. Jigga bud? Trick- to- Jigga who? Jigga boo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what this sound like
1: we came from nothing to something jigger reversing our roles of pulling triggers extending my hand to show I'm with you no more Willie Lynch syndrome oh that's not real oh. black and bougie swagging so hard you might lose me my people is smart and choosy we got bottle of shy collars, believe me black and bougie swagging so hard you might lose me my people is smart and choosy we got bottle of shy collars, believe me all set. Woo, 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 woo. Trapping, I'm trapping, getting knowledge. I'm stacking, I'm dropping this knowledge on you. You. Digging the feeling of truth. Because we're not dogs. Woof, nope. Mm, that worked better as woof, woof. Because we're not dogs. Woof, nope. Standing real tall. Woo. Knowledge of God. Woo. Reclaiming the knowledge they used to me. Not accepting the lies in front of me. The haters and devils attacking me. The knowledge of y'all keeps on backing me. Y'all. Yeah. Is that like Yah, Yahweh, maybe God? Uh, God. Mm, mm, mm. Knowledge of Yahweh on backing me. Just some help to help, kind of. Mm. <laughs> I want to support it, but I'm like, eh.
2: somebody made sense that he had his thoughts, but they might have thought he meant thought thoughts, like thoughts. Oh, thoughts.
1: Yeah, well, like he spelled thoughts. it. He spelled it T H O T S and these are the lyrics he provided.
2: Right, probably because I guarantee you that them children probably told oh, him. That's you know how kids probably lie to that old man. He ain't gonna look it up. He was like, Thoughts?
1: What does that mean? The haters and devils attacking me. The knowledge of Yakis on backing me. Hey, we did the most, y'all yeah. My scholars is a host, star uh. My thoughts are above, yeah. My wisdom seduce, yeah. Teacher smooth, ain't nothing cool, This a money and not a moolah. Davin on them like the youngest do. Straight up G becomes don't become a fool. Corsada, you know this. Cheering my children in you two. I'm young and rich but I'm bougie. I'm not stupid, so I'll keep my beauty trapping I'm trapping the knowledge I'm stacking the ignorance is making my headache, <laughs> this ignorance is making my headache. My people that got a low act rate we got we fun the land yeah that way. the mother all oh, yeah that say is mitochondrial DNA. check out all the facts here what I say and see who's the dominant DNA Lockbox. unlock dropping all this knowledge on'm have nots. See, you should have said that the first time. Anyway, dropping all this house on the have-nots. squashing out the lies of the thought-thoughts. Standing on my own cause I got rocks. We come from something to something, we come from nothing to something, jigger. Reverse our roles and pull the triggers. Extend my hand to show them with you. No more willing lynching syndrome. Black and bougie. Swagging so hard you might lose me. My people is smart and choosy. We got bottle shy believe me. Black and bougie. Swagging so hard you might lose me. My people's is smart and choosy. We got bottle of shot believe me. McKee. Who's McKee? Mm-hmm. Is he one of them niggas? I thought it was like Offset, um, Starscreen, uh, Laserbeak. Well, who are the people? it like Offset
2: and mm-hmm. some? I'm not sure. I'm,
1: uh, I'm pretty sure they got
2: He was like, thoughts. They was like, yeah, uh, uh, thoughts. He was like, what does that, what does that mean?
1: Uh, that's hot over there.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's, Offset Quavo and one of them other niggas. Uh, Sunstreaker. Uh, McKee says, yah, 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 yah. Taking it straight to the dome. Hey, what? These people was watching. I swear to God, need to go home. Uh huh. Switching my clothes and my flow. Dropping this knowledge and mo. A legacy stolen no mo. Ooh, ooh all of them hating on you cause you dripping with swag the juice and you learn to stand on your two wait what kind of story yours and you late all of my haters they hate hiding the fact that you great look inside your skull is a brain using the n word is fake oh you lost me calling hundred lies <sighs> in your face and stating more nations right in your place well not today no more your lies that can fool me you're constantly trying to confuse me. You to mess around, catch this two-piece. Study the knowledge is loosely, loosely. There's more to the eye than you see. Boy, that's so fake like the dollar. The, the dollar? Okay. Boy, they so fake like the dollar. They snaking, I swear to God, that's not my choosing. And you can, and you know we winning. Yeah, we is not losing. Try not to get, wait, try to get along. I ain't do me. So now I stand on my own feet. Lockbox. Unlock. Dropping all this knowledge on the have-nots. Squashing all the lies of the thought-thoughts. Standing on my own cause I got rocks. We came from nothing to something, jigger. Reversing our roles of pulling triggers. Mm-hmm. Extending my hands to show on with you. No more Willie Lynch syndrome. Black and bougie. Swagging so hard you might lose me. My peoples is smart and choosy. We got bottle of shot collars, believe me. Black and bougie. Swagging so hard you might lose me. My peoples is smart and choosy. We got bottle of shot collars, believe me. And that's it.
2: I see why they suspended him.
1: Yeah, man, you got to go to jail. Go directly to jail. You can't...
2: Yeah, for the fact that you didn't do your research and find out what thoughts was... Yeah, this
1: this worse than Joe Clark bringing the locks and locking the door. So the inside. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. He, I, he they, was, they
2: was right in that. They was right going, mm-mm, I know they... Because you don't follow the school, boy. You go, nah, nah you,
1: mm-mm. no. Nope. If you were going to redo it, this should have been clean. I feel like they just be saying... uh Sir, you know we gotta fire you, Mr. Robinson. He's like the only thing I gotta do is stay black and die. You
2: know that's what he said.
1: <laughs> if you're gonna fire me, do it expeditiously.
2: All right. Don't waste my time.
1: These kids gotta these kids gotta learn. And you will give me the goddamn respect that I
2: deserve. That's exactly how and it was like, sir, we gotta suspend you
1: oh man well i'm sorry to hear about that mm. episode 1429 from jane m who says hey guys regarding the poll for episode 1429 i feel like if bernie sanders ran into killer mike on the street he'd treat the rapper like mariah does those community kids and luke cage i don't know her bernie should bernie would shake killer mike's hand then as soon as he was out of sight use a bottle of germ x to get rid of the nigger cooties i hear you jane oh. i don't think she's wrong hiroja Sheep says uh episode 1431 korea dear karen and rye here is an even more messed up part about the korean army trying to out gay service members they are drafted what drafted you don't have a chance you have to serve so then you have to serve you didn't want to sign up for it you have to or get to drafted it and then it's like this nigga gay throw him in jail uh you have to serve anywhere for two to three years the majority of service members do not even want to be in the military gay or not a little history first korea was one of the strictest drafts in the world with a neighbor like north korea and the best friend like united states is understandable the government and the military really do not give two fucks about your life your health or belief system if you are male 18 to 35 they will find something for you to do in the armed services or civilian services women volunteering started in 2010 uh wow you're li- you literally have to have missing both legs and arms to get out of serving this is how strict this country is about the draft they are also smart about it with different tiers and which for example you are a doctor okay instead of pulling up out of society you're going to work at these designated hospitals uh because south korea has built this tier system in the draft placing skilled workers back into society is one of the reasons why south korea has a very robust social services uh in their as a very yeah in their country uh plus because drafts in general are always resisted in society they do not get the men in the services they do tolerate a higher level i mean when they do get the men in the services they do tolerate a higher level of bad behavior before kicking you out or placing you in military prison south korea society is such as if you dodge the draft there is a shame factor plus fines imprisonment and you will be economically punished by not allowed to have certain jobs it's not like it was here during now which is why this is so messed up these men do not want to be in the army in the first place being gay does not automatically remove them from the draft or place them in the civilian services option and this is what your country does to you shaking my head oh that's fucked up Yep. last one frankie says what up tips nation this is your boy frankie here to pay homage to our king and queen of house jackson i know we're supposed to greet one another with the house moniker. who you fitting to try <laughs> this email is long overdue and i apologize it's a tiny bit lengthy one of my favorite things about the feedback show is learning how and why others are fans so i thought it was time for me to share mine i'm a huge fan my reason because you gave us small amounts that no other show can give us i mean small moments that no other show can give us I have four that stick out with me. The first one was Black Canseco. The whole unfolding of that was, yeah, that's way back. The whole unfolding of that was just amazing. Y'all presented that shit like it was NPR. It was so fucking funny the second was the time towards the end of one of the shows when rod got a cramp like a bad one i could hear the pain in your voice and you kept going to the end i could never figure out why that stuck out so much to me but i kind of but i think it's because you were fighting through the pain to give people what we want that's unparalleled dedication right there the third one is the time you stopped in the middle of the show to base some ribs adam ribs is good as shit dawg hey listen man some things don't wait and ribs basin is one of them things man you fuck around and your ribs be fucked up you mm-hmm. be mad shit just doing yeah. podcasts mm-hmm. uh that was the blackest shit i ever heard broadcast anywhere you was like y'all niggas can wait but these ribs gonna be off the chain i laughed for days on that one <laughs> the ribs are so good them ribs were delicious hey uh and the way those ribs are I man listen that recipe because it's baked ribs mm-hmm. i have fucked that recipe up a handful of times because i made it so much but still there's nothing worse than because the way you have to bake them like i had to bake them it just for like four six hours some crazy amount um there literally Nobody's is slowly. nothing worse than putting that much time into your ribs forgetting any little step like forgetting to cover them for a certain amount of time forgetting to uncover them, them. Yeah. Trying, getting the wrong kind of ribs like i've done that yeah. before i Like you know, I'm learning to cook on on the you know ribs on the fly. Like you know, I just follow the instructions and shit. Um, and like it takes time because you gotta like season them a certain way, put this brown sugar on, and I gotta put the soy sauce stuff on them, and then I gotta marinate them, then I gotta flip them over, marinate them a different way. Mm -hmm. It's like all this shit I had to do just to prepare the ribs, and they and they gotta sit like two days or some. It's some crazy shit,
2: but they so worth it. And
1: anytime I fucked up even one step. Even me. one step, trash. It's just trash. Like yeah. it's un- inedible Well,
2: you, 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 yeah. It's like you do. You add too much. You don't do enough. You. It, and you can't times, salvage it. A lot of times, just burns. Like it. Just yeah. Really crispy. you can't.
1: You can't salvage it. So yes, I'll fucking stop the show to get them reels because I am not wasting four days of my life.
2: Right, dedicated to reels
1: because I couldn't. And I couldn't figure it. out the the two, to three extra minutes it took to just flip them over base them and and then go back to doing the show so it was a very black moment but it needed Ah. to happen is what i'm saying the latest one was the miami conference that conference is the epitome of why i'm a fan of you and karen i hope that nothing i hope that nothing i say is out of line but you and karen saved that conference for everyone that was in the audience you were not only the voice of reason but the voice of hope for anyone in the audience who was considering podcasting what i mean is that and nothing against those other panelists but they all seen the uh like they thought people should know who they are already they talked about their studios and they did a lot of name dropping like which celebrities been on their podcast and one of them said not to think about monetizing your show until you're at least two 25,000 downloads per episode to people who are interested in podcasting many of the episodes sounded discouraging i would be thinking why bother i don't have a studio i don't have any celebrities to have on the show getting twenty five thousand listeners that could take years yeah that, that's true uh that's uh,
2: yeah, and I think uh, 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 on their behalf, we were all coming from different experiences. Mm-hmm. Like you also talking to people who have probably previously done radio too, and you know those are probably wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they were radio numbers or industry numbers that you know whatever uh, company they're connected to say that hey these are the numbers that we're looking for before you would even consider certain things. But with us being independent, we we come, we was coming from a different voice
1: right um yeah and that's one of the reasons that uh i think we were there mm-hmm. and one of the reasons we needed to be there um because uh everybody has value and everybody brings a different level of experience and i didn't want especially to a lot of people at that conference they're young uh they're trying to come up they're trying to figure things out and i may never see those people again in life right or maybe they go on to be somebody maybe they don't but what i wanted our conference to be at least our presence for me and karen to be there is about the possibilities and the fact that you can do things too and you don't need a cosign necessarily you don't need a network you don't need someone else's money Mm -hmm. um you can there are ways to do everything by yourself you can make a living off this shit if you you know you have to get some level of lucky but if you're skilled and you know how to put enough work into yourself you can do it uh he goes on to say and i watch you and karen get them hope at every turn you both politely shared information that was contrary to what the other panelists were saying people got to look at you and hear that you started in a spare bedroom that you don't have the listenership that some of the other podcasts have yet you are still successful in other words that you don't need a studio or celebrities if you put out a quality product people needed to hear that and it wasn't lost on me that the audience was full of women yet there was uh only one on the stage uh it would have been fantastic to see more women represented karen held it down though she absolutely owned that panel she gave the best answer of the night it was so good i listened to it five or six times the answer about how today's music cuts out the middleman and how that fits into your business structure that shit was pure genius yeah man uh she she totally owned that moment and uh the the panel and like because that's the thing you got it was chaotic too because we had the most lit panel period like nori yeah. coming in drunk and doing oh, his thing so and you know uh some of the the commentary back between combat jack and, and uh Stone was great yes and, uh it, it was just it was fun it was good it was. uh i feel like people that saw it are gonna definitely enjoy that the most but i feel like we were able to give people information and uh, alternative experience to just uh you need to be co-signed by this industry and it's just a machine and shit mm-hmm. uh i can't tell you how filled my heart was with pride for you guys and how honored i am to be a witness to your voices your growth and your successes tip nature's forever thanks frankie thank you baby we appreciate you mm-hmm. uh that's our thing that's our body. we'll be back tomorrow um morning with more podcast greatness uh premium people uh you should have a new balls deep in your feed already um free games uh and a new pregame will be out soon i haven't put it out yet but uh it's 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 busy day is what i'm saying all right guys we'll talk to you uh later until then i love you i love you too